0: Welcome to the Young Saints Leadership Podcast, where we're going to be talking about all things youth, from leadership culture to supernatural youth ministry and discipling revivalist. We hope you guys enjoy.
1: Hey, 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 welcome back. It's us again.
0: (laughs) Yo, yo. (laughs) Uh,
1: This could be a fun one, y'all.
0: No, it will be.
1: You know, what's up? What's new? What happened this week?
0: I don't
2: know. Dante I'm yawning on yawning. here. Oh God.
0: Dante this, is this tired. is how we're we gonna start this podcast. You Dante.
1: You know, I had a birthday yesterday. That was really fun.
0: Oh. Felt so, so loved Whenever and you celebrated. listen to this podcast, no her birthday was not in, you know, May, June, or July. Yeah.
1: Definitely in April. Definitely. Listen, in we're in April. we're trying
2: to record these things so that we can feed you guys content consistently.
1: Consistent. Yeah.
2: Yes. Don't know about it like an inconsistent yeah. podcast.
1: You know?
0: That's true. Yeah. I'm
1: feeling pretty good. Yeah, feeling older today. I'm just <laughs>
0: feeling wiser. Feeling wiser.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, I turned thirty three. Woo The year of Jesus for me. Here we go. We'll see if I die or resurrect. We I know everyone's off. like,
0: I I turned thirty three too. Our birthdays are like six days apart. They are. And everyone's like, oh man, it's, it's your year of the cross, the death. And I'm like, you know, Jesus resurrected that year too. So calm <laughs> down. Okay. Everybody. Yeah. It's so the year Jesus died. I'm like, thank you. Thank you great, for great. processing all well, no year. no
1: said that to me. So. Gosh, I've gotten it so much. Maybe people love me more than you. Wow.
0: Yeah, that might be it. That's probably true. Yeah. That's everyone's like, can... no, Rory, you need to die this year.
1: <laughs> Maybe they just say that because it's you.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, I don't know.
1: Anyway, it's well, a thing. It was a good week.
0: It was a great week. Our
1: youth leader team blessed us with a sweet gift. Oh
0: yeah, that, that was, was so generous. Girl. They got, were a, so got a
1: fire
2: pit, a yes. gas fire pit.
1: It's amazing. They're
2: gonna do s'mores. Can you do s'mores with a gas
0: fire pit? Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. yeah. With yeah. Gas. I mean, as we it's do hot. a
1: youth group. I hope they're not dying. <laughs> just From
0: propane, they're not dying because the propane burns. That's the goal. I mean, technically, it's you can have a
1: propane grill and you Oh
0: yeah that's that. true you're that's not true. having like a propane burger. You too you too with your thoughts <laughs> listen, we have to externally process that. <laughs> I'm like what? this isn't that weird.
1: You know what Rory? Whatever. I grew up in Utah and no, the school oh, system was yeah. not the greatest. Uh,
0: wow. <laughs> I am so sorry for all of our wonderful Utah people that listen to this. Hey, we love you. you're from
1: Utah you'll probably understand. Oh my I mean there's gosh. like forty kids <laughs> per class <laughs>
0: She still did it. Oh, wow. She still did it. I love Utah.
1: Definitely home. Anyway, I'm in a goofy mood, so maybe we should just start. We should just just hop
2: into this topic. Here we are. Okay.
1: You know what we're going to talk about today? Help. I just took over a youth ministry (laughs) and I'm dying. No, I'm just kidding.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. I want to quit. I hate my life. What am I doing? These kids
1: hate me. I actually thought that when I moved to Bethel, when we moved here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we moved here and the youth ministry was pretty hurt you know and so i showed up and i'm like i left like 40 kids that love me
0: yeah we we and left... they all
1: hate me here it, it <laughs> what have i done it was rough. i literally thought that i was like what have yeah. i done my girls loved me back home and these girls don't even want to talk to me <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about that today how um you take over a youth ministry maybe it's your first year in ministry maybe a even a year and a half, I mean, that's still pretty new and getting your feet wet and learning how to navigate all the things and stay encouraged and
0: Hopefully, in this podcast, we can maybe give some tools so that we can change the uh, nine month cycle of a youth pastor
1: because
0: yeah. you know that you know,
1: is so crazy. It's think. crazy
0: that most youth pastors, it's like a, a nine month, maybe twelve month cycle where they will be in that role and then move on. And I think a lot of things play into that. Yeah. And if you're unaware of it, you're like, Oh, I feel called to ministry and I feel called to youth ministry, but then I can get hit pretty hard this first year mm. if I'm unaware of like yeah. what I'm Some doing, you know? And then I just think, oh up. and then the classic line, there's just no more grace to do it. And I'm like, really, it's I'm done. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. I took the grace
2: that I had, and I'm putting it in my backpack, and we're going. Yeah, <laughs> We're leaving.
1: For the sake of people and teenagers, please stay longer than nine months. It's true. It's,
0: it's true. You got so this. Helpful. This is you why we're doing do this. this. You can do it. And if, you're if you are need help,
1: come find contact us.
0: Contact us. Youthofbethel.com. Reach out to us. Yes. If you're internally thinking you want to quit, anyway, don't do it.
1: We're going to start with some bad news. <laughs> <laughs> what not to do and then we'll get to the good what, things
2: what not to do here i want to share kick it a funny off. story
1: Let, of what we've all failed oh at God. doing uh, when we took yes. over something
2: i want to i want to talk to the the fresh meat um are you fresh the, meat the, out the, there look the fresh meat ministers <laughs>
1: Hey, Can you! You are a meat soup that. covered in glory, I, though. Fresh <laughs> meat ministers. Can we just? I, I want to talk about
2: the fresh meat ministers. Listen, because I was one of them, and I have compassion on that dude. Um, listen, first night, um, I take over junior high, <laughs> yo. I was first of all, I was terrified and pretended not to be um did a lot of pretending um <laughs> but on this night I'm in the back so you know like man you, you if if you're going to be pastor in the room you you want to be in a in a space where you get to see the room you know what's going on you know you're up front you're you're showing the kids how to engage yeah. I was in the back <laughs> I was like I wasn't just like in the back like I was in the far back by the door <laughs> And and like as if as if I was gonna walk out, it was a quick exit. If I I I needed it,
1: worship. I'm like, why is Dante all the way in the back? This is my first
2: night doing junior high. I'm in the back, and a student is walking out, and you know it's dark in worship, and they don't see me. That's that's how like in in you know not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't see me. They're walking by, and as they're walking out the door, they push the door really hard and say, "I hate this." and walks out <laughs> i am more they just confirmed every fear that i had and or
1: maybe they hated it because you hadn't no, started no yet. no, no it, they just it just was so actually, so no, much no, there was a lot happening that was so, when we much, yes, so, <laughs> so much first started junior high 100 yes so
2: changed. much change i am out on the deep end and <laughs> and i am i am uh, grasping so for air, <laughs> drowning. <laughs> the reason I want to paint a picture is because I want to validate those who have been thrown out on a deep end. Yeah. But there's a, feel way, like you're there, there's a way drowning. There's a way that you can respond that I did not, and I pretended like I was surfing. Yeah, I pretended like, man, I I got this, and because of this deep desire for a sense of originality. I didn't reach out for help. And I think a lot of times fresh meat ministers we we have yeah. this we have this drive to man I want to bring something that hasn't been brought before. That's there is this there's this thing that we want to have this originality and if we're not aware of that it'll cause us not to actually ask for help, yeah. perspective, people's input. Because we want it to be ours.
1: It's so good. And and
2: we you have to let that thing die. Because if you don't, it will be the very thing that causes you not to grow. Yeah. And you will spend time like oh. I did. Just just spiraling.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> and so that that's what I wanted to kick open this up with is, so is that powerful. reality that I experienced in a lot of pain that was self inflicted. Yeah.
1: I <laughs> that, remember yeah. when that's we wonderful. got here. Um And I walked in and I was the youth worship leader back at my other church. And so, but I was like, I'm going to come here. I'm going to lay low. I, I came from a church where you had to lead every week. I'm sure. Most of you are very familiar with that, but I let every week and I was like, I'm coming to Bethel. I'm going to get refreshed. It's going to be amazing. And I come in and I was like, Oh God, what is this youth group? There is kids sitting on the stage while worship is happening. So disengaged. And I'm like, what have I done? This was back in
0: 2010, 2010. Give you context. No, it was like, yeah, we moved out here in in 2010. 2010? Wow. Yeah. Can you believe that?
1: 2010, it was, you know, they were going through rough times. I don't blame any of those kids, honestly. It was, it was, um, yeah. But, so I walk in, I'm like, oh, wow, okay. I'm not leading worship, so it's fine. It's whatever, I'll get through this. I heard God, so here we are. Trust in the Lord's voice at this point. Thank God I heard that. And then anyway, a month in, Tom, I lived with four, Tom and Leslie at the time. In. And I was like, oh, Grant, I'm just going to be a youth leader. We're going to lay low and maybe I'll help out in worship, whatever, whatever Tom and Leslie need, right? Tom gets a phone call. I'm living at their house at the time and I'm sitting there with Leslie and he's like, well, got off the phone, Mari. You're up. Here we go. You're taking over worship. And I was like, what? <laughs> and unlike Dante, I didn't know this. oh, gosh, I didn't- yeah. <laughs> They're like, well, they called me and they said they don't want to do it anymore. And now that they have a new youth pastor, they're out. And I'm like, not like because of Tom, but they're right, like, right, finally, right. there's someone here to help this. I'm done.
0: They, yeah, they were yeah. ready to exit. They were yeah, ready yeah. to <laughs> exit. And, and, and Mari,
1: you're oh, up. Oh, wow, God. Wow. Help me. And I was so, I had no idea what I was doing. And so unlike you who were like, I'm going to prove a point. I was more of like afraid. My fear was I was afraid no one would help me. And so I didn't reach out to help because I didn't feel like people would help me. I um, felt like I had to do this on my own. And it wasn't this I wanted to prove myself. It right. was like I asked people for help and no one wow. was helping me, so I started believing the lie. No one wants to help me. I've got to do this on my own. And so it all worked out, but it was it was a rough <laughs> road, you know? Like there were so many times I walked off that stage and like, "Oh my gosh, I suck. I'm an awful leader." Yeah. I'm I'm just impressed we even had a whole team here tonight. Yep, you know, counting my wins and yeah. my losses. <laughs> and I remember at BSSM years into it, one of the students is like, "Wow, you're like not swayed by the room. That's amazing." Damn. And I go, "Yeah, because if I did, I would die. <laughs> I already have died those deaths. Yeah. I don't need to die them anymore." Yeah, that's so but funny. that's a funny moment where that's it was a i didn't reach out to help because i asked a few people and was told no and so i took the lie no one wants help yeah, yeah. wow
2: and i i think that that's a lot of people starting out is wh- whatever are you believing a lie that you're alone yeah yep
1: for sure i did
2: or that you think you should do it alone yeah which which is yeah. what i believe
1: yeah
0: yeah and and either both of those yeah <laughs> yeah kills yeah it's true it does I kind of have a different side that I take that definitely some people do this and it's something that I have to even manage now as a leader. But in the early stages of taking over, it was like, it really triggered me, is um, I would get so excited about what I thought was God, that I tried to move the ship very fast. And I would be like, we can do this. We look at the opportunity, the potential. Like, there's so much forgetting that the only way to move people is slowly. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're That's not good. aware yeah. of that, yeah. oh, you get so frustrated. I actually- That is for I get frustrated yeah. with the team. All of a sudden I'm angry at my team. I'm like, nobody wants to help. Why? I thought we would be farther. I thought we would be doing more. There should be more fruit. And all of a sudden all of these lies of I'm not enough. I thought I would be doing more. I thought something else would happen uh-huh. and I'm destroying people. Yeah. Because I thought, well, if you take over a ministry, then you should be at phase ten of momentum. And I just did not understand the relationship of actually building momentum and taking over and how it takes time. Yeah. yeah. It's like the illustration of you know, if you are gonna change stuff that's been long standing. You know, it's the old church illustration. If you have a piano, the piano's on the left side of the stage, but you really want to move it to the right side. You can't do that in a day. You slowly move the piano across the stage to where somebody doesn't even realize it's on the other side. Inch by inch. Inch by inch. And you slowly, but that takes maturity. And I just thought- We need to try everything. God is on this. And I even to this day, I know that about myself. So I said, Yeah, he still does it. A lot of, (laughs) of yeah. Boundaries of people always speaking into like, hey, can we do this? Because
1: Rory has a high capacity, so he can Excellent. run. He like, can executor. execute. I am like he gets things go. done. In it. And yeah. w- people like me are like, we're dying from the change. <laughs> <laughs> down.
2: See, it doesn't help because I get with him and I'm like,
0: let's yeah, go. You oh, guys. Yeah. So, <laughs> you're like, this is
1: creative. This is new. And I'm like, I
0: can't. This deal is why you chain. need a team because yeah. otherwise, like, and and as a new leader, it can be very um. You can feel so insecure to bring people in, and even one, one of our core to establish leaders your told leadership. But right. even
1: one of our core leaders told you recently, like, "Hey, we we've done a lot of changes yeah. with like structure and how we're running things. Can we like stabilize for a little bit?"
0: And there was great feedback. Yes. And I was like, "Oh, I'm so thankful somebody." feel right. safe enough to tell me that feedback. Right. And and you can feel it on our team. We've kind of just now stabilized and are
2: just- We're trying re, to catch our groove.
1: We're
0: just re-clarifying stuff that we've already clarified. Yeah. yeah.
2: And um, I guess that ties in two points. You're starting out, you got a lot of energy. Slow. <laughs> slow. slow your roll. And, and <laughs> your definition of slow might be different from your team. Yes. So finding out-
0: It's this, like uh, it, I think of a shepherd. Um, They they guide the sheep from behind. It's if you have kids, you this makes sense really well. You can't just walk to the car and be like, kids, get in the car. They don't come. Your kids will still be in your living room playing or putting on shoes if you just go, we're leaving and you walk out the door. Unless your
1: kids are older,
0: unless they're older. But if they're young, they won't do that. When you're leading people, you're leading and guiding them kind of from behind, and you're like, hey, let's go slowly. And we're going it's over a really here. Picture. And it's right. like my kids I have to be like, "Hey!" And we're all getting out the car, and, and it takes us ten extra minutes.
1: It's like yeah. herding cats, you Ooh, know, just little slowly. little moves. But here. as
0: a young leader, you are ready because almost sometimes I think our identity is still in our leadership a little bit. We're trying to prove, yeah. which I get. You're you're yeah. you're new. You're like we all have it. We're like we want to prove our leadership. We want to prove that we're yeah. enough. And sometimes, if we let that sneak into identity, yeah. we are like whatever the cost. Yep. And then we end up dying year one.
1: 100%.
0: <laughs> 100%. All over. We're and just, just... And
2: then we, we say the grace is lifted. The, and, and then the we next say next the grace thing. is lifted
0: instead of learning yeah. and coming back and going, oh, oh my gosh, I... I self-inflicted a lot of those (laughs) wounds. But I
1: love that we're all so different. And even like when we started, how all of our mindsets were different and we have different events and how things worked out. But one thing I would say, if you have just started the best thing, obviously this is coming from me and my personality and how I'm wired. But one of the best things you can do when you take over a youth ministry is find the people that I've been consistently serving and build trust with them.
0: Yes. Because
1: they are your backbone. They've been there longer than you. They probably see things different than you. And they will be, they could be your worst assets or your greatest, depending on how you navigate it. And so I remember like, I wanted to get to know the leaders when we first got here and who was like, especially with, specifically in worship, I'm like, who consistently did this? Because I had to build trust with them because they were following the other leader. They weren't following me. Yeah. And so I had to rebuild a bridge that was destroyed. And I felt like I had to do that for years. There was actually a lot of bridges broken by the previous person that yeah. I felt like I was cleaning up that mess yep. for yeah. years. For years.
0: Yeah. And I think part of this is, coming in really low, just because you have a position of leadership doesn't mm-hmm. mean you actually have the authority in the room. And something that right. is always good is honoring the people that have already been running. I think a lot of times people yeah. step into a new place of leadership and they think that what do I want to do? Yeah. And they don't think what is God already doing here and who has God already been using and I want to honor those people. And I mean, my recommendation, this is what I say. If you've ever taken over a place, you don't change anything for a year. You maybe change one thing. Yeah. Your goal is connection, relationship, um, fueling belief, honoring the leaders that have been here. Because normally if you take over a youth ministry, very rarely is it because um, the youth pastor has been doing, they, there's so much good happening. And then, because usually in that space, somebody would already be raised, res- uh, yeah. been raised up. Usually yeah. somebody's taken over and it's, Not that it's usually like there's, there's been people that have been holding it together, the ship and they're tired and they're frustrated. yeah Yeah. Or, or
2: a group that doesn't have a pastor at all. And people have just kind of come and go. So there's no trust. Yeah.
0: And so you're just having to go, what is my big goal? Success looks different. I think we think success is getting a good calendar, getting kids to use night, appearing like we have momentum when real success is relational trust. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that includes with your pastors, other pastors on staff. If all I I do is relational trust. Your main few months, even year. Year. Is probably you are building solid relationships with your team and those around you.
0: Having fun together eating food together, having them over to your house, meeting for coffee. All you're doing is just building relational trust. And I think yeah. if you think like that, a first year of youth ministry can be incredible. Yeah. 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 But if you believe the lie, then right. you're like.
2: And I, I think also just knowing the expectation of, of your leaders yes. and being able to ask good questions. Yes.
1: Because there might be a real fact that you, you are at a church and they expect numbers maybe a little more like performance driven of like, show me what you're doing. And that could be a hard thing you have to navigate in the midst of starting. I I feel
2: like Rory, you, I want to ask you because I feel like you, you know how to create great questions, like questions that will leave you from conversation. Like, Oh man, I have more context and I feel way more empowered. I feel way more like I'm clear. Um, What would be some questions that you would ask, um, like just starting out, you're taking over youth ministry
0: to the, to know, the senior, senior pastor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a great question. I, I think right away, I would want to say, first of all, what's your heart for the youth ministry? So a very open-ended question that lets the senior pastor or leader share their heart. So you're taking notes like, what is important to you? Another way to phrase it, what do you want your youth ministry to look like? What are some things you can figure out very fast. So if you're even in an interview process and you're trying to figure out the culture, if you can thrive under a yeah. leader, you're asking this question. Like, what, it, what do you want your youth ministry to look like? What is, what, what is your heart for the youth ministry? Cause then you'll see if they say healthy, connected people, kids yeah. that love God, or they'll say, man, we want a thousand kids. Well, then you got to know right there. Like, ooh, where, what am I right. going? Right. The, the second piece that I would ask is what, well, what is your expectation for this first year? Because right away, now you're actually having the senior pastor think of a whole year and he's realizing, oh, you're thinking of a year. Yeah. Right there, you're probably gonna hear then if he's like, you know, honestly, it's been a rough road. We really need our kids to feel loved and covered. Well, then you know, you're like, this is awesome. Okay, I know exactly what I am aiming most of my attention at right. because then I have his blessing. When you step into an environment and you're new, you have to pull on the influence and authority of other people because you don't have it. So you're pulling on the main yeah. leaders that already have the trust of the kids. You have to use their trust.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. You're pulling on the senior pastor that is already leading the church. You have to pull on their trust and authority to lead in that place because you don't have it. Yeah, And so you have to ask questions that go, What do you want to see? So that way when I'm challenged or when somebody disagrees with what I'm doing, I feel confident that I'm doing what I've been asked to do. Because I would say the first year, you're not trying to come up with your own vision. See, I feel like most youth pastors, this is the thing. They come up with a rebrand, a revision, and try to do a fresh start as if you can just just do a fresh start. As if the blip is real. They think like the Avengers blip is a real thing. They're like, Boop, we can just erase everything that happened before this moment. Yeah. And now we are this We're minute. We're back. We're a new youth ministry. It's all new. Everything's gonna be different. Voila. Yeah. And and it doesn't work. You can't just blip past experiences. You have to step in, come really low and go, Okay, I'm I'm guiding, I'm leading, but I have to know what's the goal.
2: Yeah.
0: And 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 I would suggest don't change any name or rebrand anything the first year because the kids have to trust you because they're going to follow you as the leader. So if you rebrand, they're going to go, man, now you ruined our identity. (laughs) You just ruined the one thing going for us. We don't, we don't know if we like you yet, but we, we liked our name. Even if you're like, that is the worst name
1: ever. Can I share a funny story on that? (laughs) So I was a youth kid when a new youth pastor came on and his name was Tom Crandall. (laughs) And, um, I remember he was there for like maybe a year or two. And then he started talking about changing the name of our youth ministry. And I was one of the most critical teenagers <laughs> for that moment. I remember there was like remnant now, or can we tell them what
0: the name was though, please. <laughs> the, this is what she was critical <laughs> of, but this is real. But teenage it's just life.
1: changed. Like I, 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 I don't think it was a great name that we had, but like Change. maybe, Airborne, but like
2: H E I R. Wait a minute, the name was no. G- the name like was Airborne.
0: Like we are airborne. the heirs of Christ, like heirs. Airborne. Oh, you're Airborne. That's what but we that, were. That was the name. Ooh. I know. And so and she wanted to keep it.
1: <laughs> I didn't want to keep hey, it. but It's
0: good revelation, yeah. but it shows you, it kids, shows you kids take kids that on. On. Yeah, yeah, that was my youth group. You know, no, it's right. real. This is and, good.
1: Um, and then Tom and Lester were throwing out these names like Remnant or blah blah blah, and I was like, I was like, <laughs> no. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not stupid because Remnant is a, a powerful thing, obviously. But I remember as a student, it affected me when they were talking about name changes, which yeah. you're like, most youth pastors are like, what does it matter to you? It actually deeply matters to a student what yeah. that has been going there for years. I mean,
0: when we changed our name from Awakening Youth yes. to Young Saints, it was, was a big deal. It was yes. a huge deal and probably a six and we to nine had to month wait. process. Oh, yeah. And we had to wait to even announce it how we were announcing it how we introduced it because it's a big deal to kids again steering a ship it takes time and the bigger
1: the ship you have the longer it takes the longer it takes sherry silk told us it would take five years for us to have the momentum we dream of
0: yes she literally says she goes to to build culture three to five years after three years you'll start seeing a little bit of fruit by five years you have momentum That revelation, first of all, we were 21. I was like, we're like we'll be what? 26 years old. <laughs> like I thought that uh, was I the oldest. I didn't even go there, but I, I was like, that's there. a long
1: time. <laughs> I was
0: like, what? Cause I, and it helped me. It changed perspective to go, oh, we're in this for the long haul. If we yeah. want to see... What God has for this youth yeah. ministry—that's not saying
1: it's for everyone. And I, I think no. when
0: you
2: hear that, though, you can you can take that and feel that daunting feeling of "Am I stuck?" Which yes. that's a belief system yep. Yep. that you would have to actually face and work that's out. Good. Or yep. you can look at that moment and say, "Oh my gosh, I won't have these reoccurring moments of disappointment yeah. for the first because I have shifted my perspective yes. on. Oh, it takes. Time.
1: Time. And I think maybe you don't plan on being there for five years, but you're building something that someone can inherit. It's actually a beautiful thing that maybe you're only going to be there three of the five years. We don't know, but you don't want to think like, I'm not going to be here that long. So that's not for me.
0: It is though the Lord doesn't call you somewhere just so you're in a passing season. Like, I just want to establish that. So so many people are like, well, I just, I don't know if I'm going to be here long-term. I'm like, did he call you there? Well, Yes. Has he told you you're going to leave? Well, no, then you're there. Right. Yeah. And if we can treat our assignments like yes. that, it's yes. actually trusting the Lord that in the time of transition, he will take care of the students that we're leading. Yeah. It's true. In the time of transition, because we knew when we were supposed to leave Utah and come with Tom and Leslie, we knew. I was like, okay, I but feel.
1: On that, I feel like so many people are afraid to be planted. And I'm telling you, the Bible says those who are planted in the house of yes. God flourish. And if you are just standing on the side, yes. not choosing to put your roots there, you will not flourish. But if you choose to put your roots there, you will the flourish and the Lord can uproot you and replant you. You, yeah. you don't have to fear that. Like, yeah. oh, if I plant here, he's I'll a, never move. That is really not really how it gardener, works. He's a gardener. He's amazing. And
0: he can move mega He knows trees. how to transplant yes.
1: trees. Okay. Yes. But- all that to say, we have to wrap up. Is there any few last things yeah, you wanna add? I wanted to we just close? say
2: to new youth pastors, people that are just stepping into this space. We understand that you can't solve everything by listening to this podcast. Yes, so absolutely. I really wanna encourage y'all to reach out to us. If you don't have someone in your vicinity that you can go to, that you can process thoughts, ask questions, we're doing this podcast so that it can provoke thoughts that will lead you to emailing us, that will lead you to joining in on the network and what we're doing because we want to help. We understand that. That these resources aren't out there. That's why we're, we're doing and this. And we want so. w-
0: yeah, our big heart is this. We wanna, we believe the Lord is stirring youth ministries again. Yes. Like the local church is being activated and called upon right now in yeah. such a dramatic way, and youth ministries are a part of the local church. We yeah. are not a side thing, we are part of the church. Yeah. And the church is being activated in this season, and we actually need all hands on deck. Yeah. Yeah. And there's been way too many people that feel isolated. Or feel that thing of like, am I the only one that struggles with this? You're not. You're not. We all have stuff that happens. We all have scenarios. And yeah. Yeah. and that's why we're doing this is not just to be a resource, but to be hopefully a place of connection, yeah. strength, hope, and to laugh at yourself sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And to go... Okay, so Not yes, just I, me. I didn't see, you know, a hundred kids saved in my first six months. Oh my gosh. Okay, yeah, wow. I can't believe I even thought that. Okay. <laughs> that's high expectations. <laughs> you would be shocked at what people, there's probably somebody on here laughing at themselves right now for the expectations <laughs> yeah. that only you put on yourself that we all can laugh at and yeah, go, oh, brush it, brush it brush off. Brush it off. Yeah.
1: yeah, I'll end with this. You guys are probably doing a better job than you think. You are. And... You need to hear that and actually mm-hmm. receive that, that you're doing a great job. And if you are showing up loving kids and doing your very best, you're an incredible youth pastor, if that is what you are doing. You're winning. Um. So we just are here to encourage you. You're an amazing youth pastor, youth leader. Youth leader. I was going to say,
0: even our youth leaders listening, you if you, you show up, up love, you are changing lives. Right, you right. show up in love.
1: Yep. You're changing lives. You are changing the course of people's lives. You're heroes. But we love you. Reach out if you need help. You guys are doing an amazing job. See you next time.